Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Blogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. I am super excited about today's interview with Jennifer Maker from JenniferMaker.com. She is just an awesome gal with a lot of great insight for us. Um, she has just built an amazing business off of a niche-based blog. And I, I'm hoping this encourages you guys who are in kind of niche-based um, businesses for yourself online. I hope you guys really, really enjoy this episode that it gives you encouragement this week and you can just keep blogging. Let's talk to Jennifer. Okay. So thank you, Jennifer, for being on this episode of Just Keep Blogging. I'm excited to talk to you. I'm super excited to talk to you too. So um, I don't even know how we met. Maybe through, when did we meet <laughs> the first time? I'm sure that we met online at some point, but what I remember really meeting you was at Activate 2017 yes. okay. because I was looking for a mastermind to join and I talked to Tasha and she recommended me to you. And so I went over and I found you and I told you, and that was in September, 2017. Awesome. Um, so since then, uh, in the past few years, you have just done amazing with your online business. And um, I know people just love you. Like nobody, I've never met anybody that's ever said anything negative about you. <laughs> that's nice to hear. <laughs> and um, what I love about you is, and I've seen this since day one, like, I feel like you just kind of have this fearless approach to blogging where it's like, I'm just going to try it and see if it works and, and see what happens when I do this. It's so funny that you say that because you know, I'm not a fearless person at all, right? You know this, right? I'm actually a really fearful person. I just am constantly trying not to be afraid of things. So I'm even that, so I still feel afraid, but I just do it anyways. <laughs> so I don't know what we'd call that just crazy or something. <laughs> It would be but probably it, the Ruth do it scared scenario. Yes, it is it is just like that. So I'm scared all the time. I just do it anyways. Cause like because fear just holds me back. It really has. And like I finally got to the point where I'm like, this is just not gonna work. So even though I can't really make the feeling of fear go away, I just just push through anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's kind of the best thing. Like, and I was watching a video the other day. I think it was um, some Chuck Vonder, Zonder. I don't know. Anyway. What, is he, what is he have? You said it was he, a video or a podcast? Yeah, it was a video. He's kind of an inspirational marketing guru kind of guy. Anyway, um, he did this video and there was, he was talking to this young guy. I think he must have been trying to get into the music industry, you know, and he was just telling him his main issue was that he really lacked confidence or he lacked this ability to, um, just be sort of like confident and own what he did. And that was really a big part of what was holding him back. Yeah. That's really important. I call that fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. I do that yeah. all the time with yeah. everything, not with blogging, with everything in life. Like people will think that I just know how to do stuff, but I don't. Right. For example, in my, so I have a craft blog, right? Mm -hmm. Jennifermaker.com. And I, I don't know how to do the vast majority of things that I do on there. I never let it stop me. I just figure it out. That's but awesome. I don't really tell everybody that I just figured it out. I just own it, right? Right. I mean, and it totally it totally works. It's 
you are, <laughs> you are the cricket lady, right? <laughs> right. Well, no, there's lots of, there are lots of cricket ladies. Is it cricket? Why do I call it cricket? Every single time. It's like, I'm people, trying to say, I don't know. Other people say that too. I know. I think it's because <laughs> the word cut is in there and it's like okay. a cutting machine. So I think that that's why people say that. Okay. But it's cricket like the little bug. Cricket, like the bug. Yes. Okay. I got it. I'm not going to screw that up again. Um, <laughs> so tell me like about you and why you started blogging. Okay. So um, my name is Jennifer. I'm 50. <laughs> I'm never in Michigan. It's really, really cold here today. I know it's not so cold where you are. So uh, for most of my adult life, I've been writing books. So I started doing it like in 1997 or 98. So it's been a really long time. I've written like over 60 books of a lot of different types. And I really like that because with books, you can reach a lot of people, not unlike blogging, right? It's actually very similar in that way. But so, but we're talking like print books. So in um, like, but ever since the recession and of course the advent of the internet, those two things together pretty much have made print books not what they used to be at all. Right. And eventually, no matter what I did, I tried very, very hard to resurrect it, but Eventually, it just wasn't paying my bills anymore mm -hmm. at all, which was very sad because this is like my, my, this is like my career, right? So, right. however, my family is more important than anything else. So I had to find a way to support them. And so I thought of so many different ways I could do this. Like I thought I could just go get a job, even though I've never really had a job, like in an office, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I still could do it. I have like a degree from University of Michigan, so I think I could manage it and I have lots of experience. I decided, however, not to do that because I knew I wouldn't be happy. It's not right. who I am. And I decided, well, since I love writing and I love reaching lots of people and I'd had like a hobby blog that was surprisingly popular despite not really doing much on it. Okay. What was your hobby blog about? It was, so I started a mom blog okay. in 2014 because, and this is funny, because Pinterest had like come online and there were all these cool projects on Pinterest. And I'm like, I can do those too. I want to make them and I want to put up cute little graphics, but you have to have a place to send them to. <laughs> like, this is so silly. I seriously, it was Pinterest that inspired me to make a blog because gotcha. I wanted to join the other people doing this. Yes. Right. Okay. So I started and it was Genuine Mom and it was very, very, it was, there were like 12 posts on it. It was mostly my projects and recipes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it, I didn't do very much with it because I was really busy. I had a full-time right. job. But when I decided this was it, I can't do this anymore. I decided that this blog, this little hobby blog, I thought it had some promise. Right. And so I decided I was going to like make this into a real thing, a real blog that might help people. And so I decided to start blogging. Um, and that was October, 2016. So okay. two and a half years ago. So how did it become what it is today as far as the craft side of the business? Right. So I had like DIY projects and crafts on there, but I also had food and parenting on there because it was mm -hmm. a mom blog. It was everything, right? It was like a lifestyle. Yes. It was a lifestyle blog. Uh, so I just took a really hard look at it and I thought about what I really felt passionate about. And I looked at what um, of the posts I had stuck on Pinterest, which ones were actually seemed of interest to anybody. And it was all my DIY projects and crafts. And I love that. I'm like, I could do that forever. Right. So I decided that I would just get rid mm -hmm. of the other stuff and I would focus on that because I really, really liked it. And um, so I just gradually did that over 
the course of a few months, not like anyone was really coming to my blog. No one really cared. <laughs> that was all in me in my head. Right. Uh, but, and then when I started EBA, Elite Blog Academy, in mm -hmm. two years ago now, like almost yeah. exactly two years ago, I, uh, Ruth suggested, well, she strongly suggested that we not have domain names that have like a misspelling in it. And my oh, domain yeah. name was Genuine Mom with a J. Okay. Right. Jennifer, right? I'm like, okay, I'm going to change this. Ruth says change it. I'm going to change it. And I changed it to Jennifer Maker. And then it was very clear what my path was at that point. So I basically niched down to crafts and projects. Gotcha. And my name reflected it. And like my whole mission reflected that. And it was actually really easy after that point. There was no confusion in my mind about what I was doing. Right. That's why I really am intrigued by the idea of niching down because, you know, I've had a lifestyle blog for six years, practically five years. And I told a story to people recently because somebody, somebody noticed that I niched down and they said, did you do this because you're passionate about it? Or did you do it because you thought it was profitable, which is a good question. And I think they can be right. both. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think personality types, you know, there's some personality types who feel that, you know, the passion has to be first for them to keep doing what they're doing. So I get that. Um, but in talking about that story, I said, you know, for probably three years, like my, the blog has not been struggling, but I have been saying to myself, what is this thing going to be? Like, what do I want this to be? And what, what can I sustain writing about? What do I enjoy writing about? And I, I started with analytics and I always have. And the analytics for my blog always went to sort of that DIY lane. But at this stage in my life with having, you know, two-year-old twins and a seven-year-old and all that kind of stuff. And even though they are in childcare or in school. I didn't know um, you had a seven-year-old. I thought you just had twins. Yeah, I have Wow. Awesome. <laughs> Learned something new about you today. Sorry. Yeah, that's why Please I started blogging <laughs> because I was losing my mind as a stay-at-home mother. Um, <laughs> but, you know, in that process of niching down, I was like, you know, like, like I kept, kept questioning and kept questioning and trying to find that lane. And then, you know, probably six months ago I had this epiphany and I'm like, it's not the DIY, it's the parties, it's the entertaining that I love. And right. it was hard for me to do that for a while because like I was living in my parents' basement for a year when we moved. In right. Like there were so many like sort of roadblocks and it wasn't until I kind of got settled and then gave myself permission to do it, like to, to go again and say, what is this going to be? You know, and then I said, oh, and then as soon as I switched, it was like the content ideas were out of control. Like I, I, I have just notebooks of content ideas that I can't even get to. Right. I love that you talk about this idea of niching down because I don't think that everybody always realizes how helpful it can be. Again. Oh, it, it really is. It's not even just good for you, but it's also good for your blog and for your readers because your readers know what to expect when they come to your blog mm -hmm. and they don't get turned off because you're talking about something completely unrelated to what mm -hmm. they're interested in. But Google also loves it. Yeah. Like totally loves it. Like it knows that I talk about cricket. Well, when I, I, can, I think Pinterest loves it. Absolutely. Like <laughs> I can see a difference. And when I do every once in a while, I'll put like a post about, let's say blogging on my blog. I kind of hide it because yeah. I'm not, because it's not really for, but right. I still have a, I need a place to put things. Right. Right. Google couldn't care less about my blogging articles at all. It knows what I'm talking. It knows what I'm good at. Right. Cause I have all of those posts about it and knows what people love about my site. And it sends people to those and it kind of builds off itself. Right. Yes. And so at this point I can put a post about cricket out and it'll be, it'll, it can get onto the front page right away, which is amazing. Awesome. Right. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
And I think when you're, when you're looking at the idea of niching down, um, there's something about that too, that, that it's almost like you're attracting a warmer audience. Right. Yeah. You know, like when the people get there, if they're interested in cricket, (laughs) (laughs) that means that they probably own one or are thinking about buying. Right. Right. They're already conditioned to buy yes. or participate or right. opt in or right. do something. I don't have to sell them on Cricut. They already are pretty much sold on Cricut and making things with it. And right. they're just looking for answers to their problems. And I have lots of answers to their problems. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing. Cause like, even now, like I was struggling sometimes with thrifty little mom to come up with like, you know, what, what product do I want to make? Because it, I wrote about personal finance. I wrote about right. organization. I wrote about time management and, you know, it's like, yeah, I can have a product for all those things, but now I know exactly what I'm doing. And there's no question about that. And I know That's awesome. people who access that are either going to be like, yes, let me have this or, you know, they're not, but, right. um, right. that's what I really love about this idea. And I want to ask you about your craft room real quick. Sure. <laughs> ask me about my craft room. I'm looking, we're doing this via video and then I can see your craft room. How long did it take you to get that space set up like that? So when I started blogging, I was at my dining room table. Okay. And then that wasn't working because we were having to eat dinner there every night, obviously. So eventually I came into this room, which is where my computer was, but it's our family room. Okay. I know you can't tell, but this has got like, this room has a fireplace in it, Okay. everything. And so for a year while I was blogging, I just sat at a table with my light box in this like room filled with all the stuff from the other rooms of the house that no one wanted. It was like right. the, it Jump was room. that room of your house, right? <laughs> Everyone has one of those rooms. And so, but when my blog got to one year old and that was the month that I made $15,000 uh-huh. and I'm like, okay. I need to invest this money back into what I'm doing because that's a really important thing. And we are going to gut this room. Well, we didn't really gut it, but we took everything out, right. covered up the fireplace, painted it blue, and went to Ikea and got all this awesome furniture for it and built a lot of things too. So, yeah. um, but it was, it took, um, we started it in September and I don't think I was really truly done until probably like December because yeah. there were a lot of projects. Right you know, associated. I don't think people always like understand how much time and energy it takes to like redo spaces like that to that, to that level, especially when you're covering up fireplaces. Oh, I know. Like you wouldn't (laughs) even recognize this room. It was like red and brick, red fireplace. You used to meet before that had the red wall. Yep. At the same well, space? I still have that. It's okay. behind my desk. Okay. I, I'm, I flipped my computer around. I can do that. So I can, I you can see my craft room or you can see my desk. So we're flipped <laughs> around right now. Yeah. Um, okay. So one other thing before we get off the call, um, I know that you're like a list building guru. You did that through a resource library. I adopted that philosophy. I'm loving it. Like awesome. it really is converting well for me since I did that. Um, it also gives me a place to just put all that stuff that I was giving away just for free. Before. It's so much easier just to use the library. Yeah. Like I think it is so easy. It really yeah. is. Um, and then just the course inside the course, like there were so many things because convert kit used to be so, um, I love convert kit, but it just used to be very boxy ish. Yeah. That's what I've heard. All that coding information in there. Just so easy. You were just like, copy this and paste it. And I'm like, I yeah. copied it and I paste it. And it was like, it works, <laughs> you know? So it's, it's very empowering. Like, I feel like you are a teacher who teaches in a way that people can easily apply what you're saying. It's so hands-on. Well, thank you. I I really appreciate the time and energy that you put into pretty much everything you do. You're one of the people in our community that I feel like pursues excellence in what they do. 
and they're not just like throwing something out to make a few bucks like you that genuinely is, that, care yeah. <laughs> yes I, I truly do I love to teach yeah I, I really do I really like it <laughs> okay so last because I think this is kind of what's on everybody's minds right now yeah if, you know, we feel like Pinterest and social media changes regularly. And more recently, you know, there's been even more changes happening inside of Pinterest. So as a person who's in the DIY niche and probably benefits significantly from Pinterest traffic, how do you handle it when things change? Like, how do you handle it emotionally and kind of how do you handle it on the business side? So that's a good question because I'm probably in the minority here, but I actually don't stress about it at all. I don't, I just, it's like water off a duck's back for me. Like if seriously, I just like a lot of times, I mean, I try to keep up with it for obvious reasons, right. but what I have found is that my Pinterest traffic has actually been pretty steady and on a steady incline this entire time, uh, despite all of the changes that we've been through in the last two and a half years, because that's how long I've been using it for my blog. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's because I'm constantly just putting out new content mm -hmm. in an intentional way. And I don't. I don't try to do any weird tricks or anything. I just am making new content all the time, right? And we know that Pinterest just is always love new content. Right. This has been a constant. So I don't stress about the changes. I just roll with it and I just keep making my stuff and sticking mm -hmm. it on Pinterest. So can I ask you how many pieces of content? I know that you had that crazy month where you did like 30 videos in 30 days and all that kind of stuff, which is yeah. amazing. And <laughs> 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 on a normal schedule, like how much content do you put out during one week? Normally it's one to two posts a week. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's, that's I'm still doing that. And yeah, yeah but not <laughs> once a day is uh, uh, something <laughs> I do very once in a while. It yeah. boosts my blog, right? right. And I think that and like, you work. know, I did a challenge for um, the face, my Facebook community in October because it was kind of a lull month right before the holidays. Right. You know, I was like, okay, I'm going to challenge you guys to do 25 posts in 30 days. Mm -hmm. You know, and the people I who remember did, that the yeah, people who awesome. did it, you know, are now starting to see the significant right you know wave of like increase. You know, and I told them I'm like, it's going to take three or four months before you see right. anything happen with this because that's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, like I love that. Like I think everybody should kind of challenge themselves to do small things that can boost your blog and putting out a lot of content. I feel like in a short period of time, every once in a while, like kind of right. give you little bursts. Of right. It's like a little sprint. You can't, you cannot sustain that, but right. everyone seems to like it. Your readers like it. Google likes it. Pinterest likes it. And the, the two times I've done this both times in December, like it has taken my blog to a new level, not by a little bit, by right. a lot, by yeah. a factor of two or three. Uh-huh. Because I Which think is, just after you did that, I asked you how, how effective it had been for you to do that many things. And the number that you sent me, I was just like, dang. <laughs> my, I just did my income report this mm -hmm. morning. And even though it was a shorter month and it's February, which is not a great month for me at least, cause you know, crafting and stuff, that's really a holiday right. thing. Um, I had the most page views ever. It's almost three quarters of a million page views, wow. which boggled my mind. Yes. And it's both Google and Pinterest sending and yep. they're both like way up and it's because of that 30 day challenge or yeah. 25 day challenge I did. It right. Really and that was in December, January, February. So the two months. Right. It's been two, right. Two, two months. months. And I, I, I expect right. this content to keep working for me all year. Actually, right. that's what happened last year. Yeah. Right? And that's how it works. I mean, like, like I am regularly challenging my community, like just put out content. Like, yes. to, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. tons for you to do project products. Right. But, you know, the people who are struggling, I'm like, it's because you've been stuck at 25 posts for a year. Like, 
yeah got to crank it out content is so so important it really yeah. is like i see on facebook i saw just yesterday oh if you want to make more money put out less content i'm like i don't know what you're talking about but i disagree yeah <laughs> like well, and you know sometimes those things are marketers marketing oh i know marketing. you know what i, I mean? know like, i know it's like <laughs> right yeah so a lot of those ads and I, I mean i think this is important to put out because you just said it like a lot of the people that are doing facebook ads and they're telling you there's all these secret strategies and stuff those people's <laughs> whole platforms are built on selling to marketers. Oh, yes. They're like, not yes, That's all they do. They're not actually doing anything for like the rest of the normal world. Right. Like they're not, they're not selling yeah. to normal human beings. Right. Like, so they don't even know. When you, when you. B2B is different. Right. right. It totally is. It's very different. Absolutely. Business to, to normal population people who are right. just consumers, normal consumers. So I just think that you got to take those ads with a grain of salt. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Well, Jennifer, I really appreciate that you took time out of your busy morning to be on the Just Keep Blogging podcast thank you so much i'm so excited to see you in june i am too i am so i am so happy i'm that's going to be so much fun thank you for inviting me on the podcast and thank you for inviting me to the retreat okay i hope you have a great day and i hope that you guys as listeners have enjoyed and gotten some good nuggets out of this now it doesn't mean you want to run out and niche down your blog today but just food for thought as you're going forward just think about you know what you're writing about what you're excited about and continue to put out content I hope you guys enjoyed this interview with Jennifer. Just as a reminder, Jennifer and Janelle Hutton will be at my June mentored retreat and there's only a few spots left. So if you want to come for a weekend and get away just to focus on your blog and focus on projects and geek out with other bloggers just like you, be sure that you visit KimAndersonConsulting.com and look for the retreats menu item at the top of the page. And it'll show you the retreats that we have coming up. Um, But Jennifer will be at the June retreat and we would love to see you there. Only a few spots left.